Dexter Lambo. Coming to you from the Palatial Podcast Studios right here, Spokane, Washington. Today's episode is a very, 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 very special episode. It is the New Year's Eve special. If you remember back to last New Year's Eve, you heard all about the catfish story. That is still a very, very popular podcast that is on my docket of podcasts. If you want to, haven't heard it yet, please go back and listen to it. It is a crazy story. And that just made me want to do another New Year's Eve special. Today, I have on Mr. Freedom Stick, Packing Patriot, Michael Three Rows, and they all join me talking about 9-11 conspiracies. Today's episode is not about going after people's truths. Today's episode is not going after people's stories, the heroes that were involved, anything that would be sensitive to the the people involved with 9-11. We are simply talking about the conspiracies at hand that are out there. I, I came up with a list of conspiracies and we just kind of talked about them going down the list. So this is just this our opinions. It is our thoughts. And it is a breakdown of the conspiracies that are out there. We are not calling out anybody. So if anybody has any sensitive issues about it, if anybody becomes a little butthurt about the show, please save it. Because it is our opinions of the talk that we are just having about the conspiracies that are out there. So that is it. The very first thing you're going to hear, you're going to hear Mr. Freedom Stick talking about what I just said as well. So I know that this goes for all four of us. We all agree that this is just our opinions about the conspiracies that are out there from the list that was created. And we had a great show. Um, I had to do something again from the from the last New Year's Eve special, the Catfish Story, and this I believe is a better show than that one. And that was what I thought was a really good show. So you guys will enjoy it. Please comment. Thank you to everybody for hitting the the like button. For or I'm sorry for hitting the 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 follow button, the notification bell. Thank you for liking all of the posts and the accounts. The Eight different TikTok accounts that I've had, the Twitter account, the Instagram, the Facebook, so much social media out there. And day after day after day, I'm dealing with getting censored, dealing with the pushback of, of making waking people up. You take this show, and what I talk about six months ago comes to truth now. And this has been going on the last year and a half. What I have said six months ago is now being talked about in mainstream media as fact. You go back through all the posts on Facebook, you go you go through, if you could, go back through all of the TikTok accounts that I've had, the information that has gone out. Six months later, usually, is when things get proven right. This show is not a conspiracy theory show. This show is a spoiler alert, and I stand by that statement. So please take the information that is given to you. Do your own research as well, because we cannot trust our mainstream media. The 9-11 show, the 9-11 conspiracies, what the truth behind 9-11 actually is, I believe is being brought to light. And it and are this country's spiral of truth is coming to light from that event. People started waking up 
I didn't. People started waking up then, asking questions. I was young. But as time goes, goes on, more information, more realization, more truths are coming out. And I believe that the years to come, I believe we will finally come to terms and come to understand why 9-11 happened, actually. We just had the JFK file release. Our CIA is who killed JFK. Our own government is who killed the President of the United States. We always knew that. We always knew that it was our government that did it. It wasn't one guy that acted alone. It was our government. We just now have affirmation that that is what happened. Mainstream media, silent about it. That's how crooked and corrupt this mainstream media is. They do not want the truth coming out. Elon Musk purchasing Twitter, releasing all of these files. Fauci is going to be hung in a military tribunal. I'm just going to say it. I'm going to put it out there because you're going to go through all of this and what they're trying to push upon the American people. It all comes from Fauci. It all comes from him lying in front of Congress. It all comes from the his wife being a part of the oversight that's supposed to be happening, and his wife did not do it. I said that six months ago. I was called a liar. I don't do my research. No, she's not. Pulled from Facebook. Banned from Facebook. Pulled from TikTok. What did we find out the other day? That woman in charge of the oversight is his Wife. Nope, don't know what I'm talking about. Wait six months. Oh, it's proven true. Huh, weird. That's weird. Today's show. Today's show, Mr. Freedom Stick, Packing Patriot, Michael Three Rows. Thank you again for coming on. This was pre-recorded, and it was done a few weeks ago, I guess. I've listened to it several times. You're going to enjoy the show. I am happy to finally be able to release it to the public. So very happy for that. Um, I want to bring to light one, one dude in particular, and it is Adam Haddam. I had him on the show before. Um, he has Adam Paul 3.0 on TikTok, and he has Adam Paul. I thought there was an underscore there. Just Adam Paul on Instagram. He is the one that did the, the design the red and white and the white and black of my new logo for the show. I know he did Kentucky Renegade Patriot um, for the Renegades Rant podcast. He did his as well, and he does amazing work. If you've seen his TikToks, his, the videos that he creates and the, and the imagination that goes behind it and the work that goes into it, you see that this is a guy that loves what he does, that is very creative in the work that he does. If you have anything, any designs, any publication that you need some work for, hit him up. He doesn't have a website, so just hit him up on social media, Adam Paul on Instagram, and Adam underscore Paul 3.0 on TikTok for right now. If you cannot find him, message the show and I will get you in touch with Adam. He does great work. I was more than happy. He took my daughter's hand-drawn picture. She's the one that did the logo for my show. She drew it by hand. He was able to take that and make the design for it, make the, make the image for the show. 
Uh, I've done a couple videos on TikTok that kind of have it within the the videos, and more than happy with it. I I was. I was, I opened that up and I instantly had to show my daughter and she's like, Oh my God, that's my drawing. And so she was happy. I was more than happy. Adam, you did a great job. Thank you. I know you did a great job for Kentucky Renegade Patriot and the Renegade Renegades rant, uh, podcast. So, uh, go check out that podcast. It's on anchor and Spotify Renegades rant. I do have the link for it in my link tree if you can't find it there either it's in my link tree um also shipwreck show that link tree or that link is in my link tree my show that i did with uh shipwreck as well as i believe it's the link for her show on rumble as well as on there so very excited uh no commercials for this show but i did want to bring the light to adam and uh and uh i did all the thank yous and stuff um last week on the last show so here is uh, the last show of 2022. 2023 is right around the corner. 2023 will be a trying year for this country. If more people do not start waking up, if more people do not see what is going on from the elites, from the administration of this country, and the freedoms that they are trying to get rid of going forward when it comes to depopulation, when it comes forward to lockdowns, We're going to have a climate lockdown. We're going to have another pandemic, in air quotes, lab-created pandemic. They are going to push that upon us. They have all of these one-bedroom little shacks that are ready to be used. They're in L.A. County. They're in um, other places in California, Oregon, Washington State. We know about the acres and acres of these buildings over in China. They will be filled And they will be filled with people like me who are fighting against this administration and this pandemic for everybody. That's what the left doesn't understand. I am fighting for you as well. All of us on this side are fighting for your freedoms as well. Because it doesn't stop with me. Their goal, if you listen back to the Connecting the Dots podcast, their goal is to depopulate the world. And they do not care who goes. It is not for their generation. These old fucks don't care. They're going to die. But right now, they're going to push through this agenda so that they can see it done before they die in their their crippled grave. And it's not for their children. Their children are set up. It's for their children's children. It's for their children's children's children and generations past that. This world is becoming overpopulated. There is, we are running out of room. I kind of believe that there is some other avenues that we could go other than, I don't know, murdering off billions of people. But they're choosing fit to create a lab-created virus, such as COVID-19, to kill off the population. And it's a global population. It's just not a country. They have to depopulate the earth in order for their third, fourth, fifth, sixth generation of their families to be prosperous and be thriving with a whole empty world. They want to have a great reset. They're going to start everything over. They're going to starve out people like me. They're going to starve out and they're going to take all my money and they're going to put us in these little one-room huts. But it doesn't end with me. you got to remember that. So going into 2023, 
please, if you have questions or you have any doubt or something looks a little, you know, like, man, I could kind of see what Lambo's saying, let's talk about it. Shoot me a, shoot me a message, and I'll, I'll give you my explanation of why I think this way. But if, if you have a little tiny inkling that, and maybe Lambo does, does see things a little bit differently, why? Why does he see things differently? How did he come to that conclusion? Let's have a conversation. Let's open up these doors because it's about keeping everybody in, in line and intact going forward. I don't want to see people dying. This lab-created virus and then the lab-created vaccine behind it has killed off millions of people around the world. And it's not done. We're dealing with blood clots. We're be dealing with myocarditis. We're dealing with this vir- this, uh, the vaccine inflaming cancer that has been in dormant in people and it's making it even worse than what it was before or people who have cancer right now they're getting the shot and it's making it worse than it was this is stuff that is actually going on you have athletes in this country top level athletes dying in mid mid games they're told well they're just running too fast no they had an energy drink earlier in the day they whatever bullshit excuse the mainstream media is not going to tell you the truth. Mainstream media has an agenda to protect because they're involved. They're owned by BlackRock. Every single one of these media outlets are owned by BlackRock. You have to understand that. BlackRock has an agenda to fulfill for the world population. BlackRock, Vanguard, there's a couple others involved there. And as I'm doing my research through the businesses of Washington State, of why is Washington State so important to this country? It's because the businesses that are in Washington State have a stakehold by BlackRock and by Vanguard. And the more research I am doing on that makes that even more true of why Jay Inslee was inserted into the government position. They had to use the mail-in ballots to cheat for him to get into that position. And that is why. And I had that feeling. And I've been doing research on it. It has not been confirmed yet. But the more I look into it. The more I see what businesses are owned. Or a majority stakeholder. Uh, is BlackRock or Vanguard. Or whatever the other one is. And it's all here in Washington State. That's why this state is so important to this country. Is because of that. It's interesting. It's very interesting. It's very eye-opening. But what we have coming forward, I believe, all started mainly... Now, there were things going on before. It all started with 9-11. That's when people started going, wait a second. This doesn't seem right. I was, I was very late to the party. As you've heard in the other podcasts I've done, as you'll hear in this one, I was late to the party. But... I'm awake, I'm seeing things, I'm doing my research, and I'm, and I'm learning as I go. So you're going to enjoy this podcast. Uh, again, 2022, you were a trying year. You were a trying year. You were very good in the points that a lot of people became awakened. You were great for the show. You were great for the health of my family. 2023, I hope that you continue to wake people up. I hope you continue the the health of my family and everybody else's family. 
I hope that people stop taking this vaccine. I hope that the, once the next pandemic is released, and it'll be in either the end of 2023, 2024, I don't think we're going into 2025. If you look back at event 2025, you will see that this has already been played out. That's why I believe it'll be 2024, right? probably right before the elections, of course, right? Because you know we can't have an honest election in this country because otherwise the agenda will have to die where it stands. Go back and listen to the Connecting the Dots podcast. They never wanted Bill or Donald Trump to be president. They thought Hillary Clinton was just going to walk in, win the election, and then she could just push whatever bullshit agenda that she wanted because she's a part of the world elites. You go back through and you look at what the Clinton Foundation is all has its little tentacles in, you will see how everything involved when it comes to Fauci, it comes to the WEF, it comes to the, to the NATO, the Clinton Foundation has its little slimy little pedophile tentacles in everything. 2023 is going to expose a lot more. 2023 is when the American people start fighting back and regaining their rights. Because a war is about to happen. When is it going to happen? That's the question. Please enjoy this show. Please, if you enjoyed this show, leave me a comment on any of my platforms. Truth Social is still not letting me on. So I'm still working on that. But you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. It's all on my link tree. Go to my link tree. You'll find everything all right there. 2022, this is the last day that you are here. Hear this podcast. And cheers to 2023. These are our own personal beliefs. These are not, these aren't facts. I want to let everyone know that's listening to this. These, this is not factual data. These are our personal (laughs) beliefs, which we're allowed to have. Two, never once will you hear us attack a victim. Never once will you hear us come out and say, this person that lost this loved one or this individual said this on this date. The only thing I'm pointing to is science and everything that we've been told up to this point. Okay, so I want everyone to understand that we're not here attacking anyone that lost a loved one, anyone that was involved in the situation that put out information, such as uh, in-flight communications, people that did heroic things. We're not sitting here turning around and trying to discredit anyone's story. What we're trying to do at this point is we're trying to take the information that we lived through, just like you lived through, take our own experiences, our own knowledge, put two and two together and make statements okay this again these aren't facts okay so i want everyone to understand that's listening to this right now we're not attacking any victims of 9-11 on top of that we're all we're doing is reviewing right the information that was presented and how we disagree with the information that was presented that's it so let's get to Uh, the the reason that we are on this show um, the nine 11 it's the, for the new year's Eve yeah. special. Um, I have had all three of you guys on the podcast singly. Uh, so again, I appreciate you coming on as a collaboration and 
each of us have told our story about where we were on 9-11, what we were doing, what we were told, what we saw. And what we know is, what we know is that we we were... watching whatever program we were, uh, you were at work, you were at work, and then a plane hit the tower. Everybody focused on the towers. Oh, my God. Then the second plane hits, and then we know that a plane went into the Pentagon. We know that a plane went into the field, and then it was Osama bin Laden. It was a, a Islamic terrorist. They're the ones that did it, and then all of a sudden the building started crashing. That's what we were told. Tony, actually, no, 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 no. I want to hold your story because I like your story, but we've got to wait. Mike, when you were at work, you started listening to, you were listening to the radios as, as this was happening. When you first heard about the first tower getting hit, the second tower getting hit, and then them crashing, what was going through your head when it happened? So I was at the supply house when I when the first tower hit. And so we seen we we seen that on the news there. And then we left and then we were in the truck. So the, I, I was just thinking it was an accident at first. And then we left, we got in the truck. I you know, I found it on the radio station. So then we listened to it. And then they said the second one hit, and that's when I was like, Oh shit, this this isn't normal. You don't you don't that that there's that's too you don't have coincidences like that two planes aren't going to hit the damn towers without, you know, being on purpose. So uh, my mind changed right then to like, what the fuck's actually going on? And uh, yeah, it was pretty wild. My, my first was the, when the first plane hit was, it was just a, you know, a scenic plane. I didn't, we didn't know that it was a a commercial airliner scenic plane that had gone into the building. Like God, that really sucks. And then you see the big one come in for the second building. And then you knew. Mr. Freedom Stick. Theory number one. Brother. Why didn't the world's strongest air force intercept any of these hijacked planes? Conspiracy number well, one. So let me back it up. Let me let, or let me back it up just real quick, too. I was actually, I, I think it was... Uh, I think I was in service for two and a half years. I was on duty. I was in the military. Mm-hmm. I was on a ship here in Washington State in Bremerton. And uh, I just got off of 24-hour duty. I, I had the mid-watch. I was up all night long. There's no chatter. Everything was quiet. Uh, I went to bed. I woke up early in the morning to, to everyone in my birthing area. That's where we all sleep. We have a TV and a lounge. And we have these really small racks that you can stack three people high. And there's like 100 people in there. And I just heard this whole freaking commotion and I'm sitting there like getting upset because I didn't get too much sleep. So I roll out of my rack and my boxers and I go around the corner to the lounge and I see everyone kind of like yelling and looking at the TV. And, you know, they looked at me and I was a third class petty officer at the time. They're like, Hey boats, like, um, you see what's going on and I'm, I'm watching and I see one of the buildings is literally smoking and they're like a plane just hit. Uh, uh, one of the towers in New York. And I, I was like, okay, this is not the first time we've heard of stuff like this during World War II. Uh, the liberators have come back from Europe and they were flying into buildings in Chicago. Um, so all I'm thinking about is, okay, it, again, it was probably an accident, right? I don't, we, up until that point, there was no chatter in the military that anyone was going to possibly attack us. 
Um, just prior to that, I mean, we dealt with the USS Cole in Yemen, but there was no indication people were going to take planes and fly them in the freaking buildings. So I'm sitting there and it's like everyone's starting to quiet down. And I saw this, the shadow go behind one of the buildings. I said, oh crap, is that another plane? Watch, it's going to hit the other building. And we, and Austin just comes up and smashes right into the building. The building explodes and everyone looks at me. I said, what the fuck is going on here? And like people started freaking freaking out. We had a bunch of sailors that were from New York. They're trying to get phone calls out, this and that. And then, uh, you know, not too much longer, uh, we're, we're getting uh, reports that the Pentagon just got hit. So being in the military, it's a little bit different because I saw from the inside, I saw what we did uh, in regards to this nation's defense condition. So they responded really quickly. We went into Delta. All, all of your bases nationwide literally just flipped the switch because we didn't know which base was gonna get attacked. We didn't know where the other targets were gonna be. And literally within a couple freaking minutes, the PSNS where our ships were, we had the uh, USS Abraham Lincoln right next to us. They started spinning up all their defensive missile systems, which you don't do in port. This is in Port Bremerton. And uh, within, I wanna say within 15 hours or 12 hours after the attack, the, the, Abraham, uh, the Abraham Lincoln the aircraft carrier actually took control, took TACON from SeaTac. So they took tactical air control away from Seattle Tacoma Airport and basically put it into the air traffic controllers on the carrier. And what was crazy is we, you know, we, we heard communications throughout the day. A Cessna ended up taking off from Port Orchard right across the way. And the carrier was was forcing them to land and basically said, if you don't land, we're, we're, we're taking you out. We're going to take you as a threat. But it was just, it was nuts, man. None of us knew what was going on. It was freaking crazy. Our captain, midway through it, our captain turned around and said, anyone qualified uh, on, a, on, on a firearm, report to the armory. And I remember a lot of us were running down and, and getting sidearms because we didn't know who was going to attack. We didn't know if there was people on on base right now that we're going to attack these warships um you know sitting at more alongside the piers like everyone armed up it was it was crazy man it was insane but so moving along um going to you you said a conspiracy what was the conspiracy that you you were asking me again why didn't the world's strongest air force intercept any of the hijacked planes so there's a lot of information that morning that there was training events going on off the coast. Uh, they were ordered. Um, they were. They basically ordered your defensive aircrafts, your Ready Fives, to conduct, I guess, training missions off the coast. What a lot of people don't even understand is, and I talk about how we got no chatter. I didn't know until afterwards. The Department of Defense, the Pentagon, and everyone, they were actually conducting war games at the same time for the same situation. So you had pilots in the air that were flying around that had no missiles, they had no attack systems, and they were literally calling in and saying, is this real world? You had pilots calling up saying, I know we're in, this, we're, we're in the training environment right now, but is this real world? And it took a while for even NORAD to get out information saying no this this is real where we're being attacked right now it's nuts to know after the fact that and people don't talk about this our government was conducting let me say it again was conducting the same training evolutions on the same day 
So all of these people that were connected in the training environment had to take a step back and ask, is this real world? Talk about a clusterfuck and talk about if you're a part of the situation and that's how you want to confuse everyone so the attack goes down. So um, how about they do training exercises like that before something big happens all the time, though? Always in your false flags. And but, you know, this was the first time we actually saw it. And I asked myself, I said, what are the coincidences that NORAD and all of these other defense agencies around the nation, the military, are conducting uh, a situational drill of the same such that happens during that time to the point where nobody knew? Yep. Nobody do. So when you when you ask me, you know, why didn't they react? It's it's because a lot of them did not know if this was real world. They also, like I said, your defensive aircrafts in that area were actually pushed on this training mission off the coast and away. So you can put two and two together, man. You know, I don't know how it is nowadays with Common Core. You might come up with six, but I'm coming up with four, bro. So, uh, Michael, you work in concrete, correct? I'm a plumber. You're, I, you're, I do everything, though. I have a construction company. Yes. Um, you have the, the collapse <clears throat> of the towers. That's always been the conversation of why the towers fell. They keep talking about jet fuel. Anytime you pull up any story, anytime you pull up any archive data, the first thing it says, the planes were fully loaded with jet fuel. Yes, go ahead. <clears throat> Sorry, Michael, I got to jump in. So I have a degree in fire science. And throughout our degree, uh, our degree plan, we have to learn about building constructions. And I actually, I actually did my dissertation on the 9-11 attacks. And I even told my professor everything I've learned in my fire, fire science uh, degree plan, none of this makes any sense to me. I, I said, you know, thermodynamics behind it the type one building construction all right so let me back it up type one building constructions are the strongest buildings built they can withstand uh explosions immense heat they build them from the inside from the core out with solid steel beam structures and then they encase them in concrete and it works the basically it's the strongest building you can create they're called type one building constructions would it blow your mind that in the history of building constructions, there's never been a type one building construction that has ever fell to fire ever until that day? And magically three buildings fell that day. The prime meridian, I, I, I did a, a research paper on uh, this high rise building. It's called the prime meridian. It was, it was an inferno. There was like 20, there was like 20 engulfed floors on fire. And this thing was on fire for hours and hours and hours and guess what never came down it never fell so here's the thing that people don't understand in regards to fire how fire works thermodynamics your fire can only get as hot as the fuel and what i mean by that is we in 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 fire science or being a firefighter what we talk about is the fuel in the room which could be the wallpaper the paint the insulation uh any kind of furniture that fire can only get as hot as the fuel in the room. So if we're talking, if we're talking about jet fuel, okay, jet fuel hitting this building. Number one, there it, it, the outside would be engulfed in jet fuel. Okay, they'd be engulfed in it. Jet fuel just didn't punch its way inside and then go 
go everywhere. But I digress. The structure itself can only be as hot as jet fuel and paper and fucking insulation and the walls, right? What I'm trying to state is jet fuel burns off at, at what temperature? Do we know? No. I say, I don't know. It's like 18, I don't know, 1,800 degrees. The, the bottom line is jet fuel, the heat that it puts off from a fire, even a condensed fire, is not hot enough to melt fucking steel. There's no way you can do that. Even through radiation, think about it like this way. Even through radiation through the the concrete, because even if fuel gets on the concrete, it doesn't burn concrete. I'm sorry. I don't. This must be some magical fuel, you know, that penetrates concrete and melts concrete. It doesn't fucking do that. Okay. There should have been a big explosion from the outside and minimal damage on the inside. But what did we see? Right, right, be right before the freaking towers fell, we or fell, we started seeing what molten steel, and that goes hand in hand with plasma thermite, which is a cutting agent. Okay, as soon as you, it's it's an oxidized cutting agent that creates its own oxygen, so it doesn't matter. You can throw water on it; it doesn't matter, and it's immense heat. And they use um, plasma thermite to cut building constructions in certain areas, and then they put demo charges in the same area. So now, now that you have these steel beams that are cut, and I don't know if you saw the aftermath, perfect diagonal fucking cuts, mm -hmm. you know. But that's the whole—that's the whole thing about this conspiracy. It all happened so fast. All people wanted to do was help people, right? So what they're doing is, at the same time, you know, they're on scene. They're not showing you that satellites overhead are are getting this immense heat signature to the point where. It's literally molten steel under this rubble. Yeah. I'm sorry, jet fuel doesn't freaking do that, okay? But it, it, I started realizing something was wrong with Giuliani and everyone that was downtown after the efforts were so quick to clean up and get all of the steel out of the country. They sold it off to China for pennies on the, on the dollar. Yeah. Me personally, if you're a lawyer and you're freaking Giuliani, you should have turned around and said, yes, we, we conducted cleanup operations, but we have to preserve the crime scene. Yeah. We have to look at why that man yeah. and the individuals downtown in, in whoever was in power, Bush, right? They all pushed it and they were like, clean it up, get it out of here in a matter of get no that time. Shit out of here. All those structures were freaking gone and sold off. It sold yeah. off to China pennies on the dollar that's my main question why why and thermite can be painted on can it uh, uh mr freedom stick i don't know if it can be painted on i don't know the true the true application i just know the science behind why they use it and it, you know how it how it cuts the steel the uh, reason the i even bring that up real quick mech and i'll jump it right to you the reason i bring that up is i heard that they had painted the elevator shafts pr like days prior to the attacks, and there's always been a, a suggestion that maybe thermite was used. Sorry, Mike, go ahead. Oh, no, you're good. No, I was just saying all the videos of the people. This was back in 2000, but there were still videos of people saying they heard charges going off. Mm -hmm. yeah. They saw the charges going off. They saw, they saw the windows exploding. Like, mm -hmm. before everything got scrubbed, everything, all these people were out there talking about that. That's all they were talking about. The firemen, the firemen mm -hmm. were talking about it. The... Like, the uh, 
conspiracy, and I hate that term. Mm. The conspiracy goes as deep as people stating there were individuals that were trying to hold these people in the buildings before they collapsed. Mm. And that's how you get rid of anyone that could have heard anything, saw it, done anything about anything. There were reports coming out saying that there were law enforcement officers telling people to get back in the building. It's not safe. It's safe in here. There are reports of that. Uh, One of the main whistleblowers on the conspiracy alone that was going to testify died the day before he was going to testify. Just met because he was going to testify that he heard explosions and he saw all of the stuff and he documented and then magically he freaking he dies. But, you know, even firefighters to this day will turn around. A lot of firefighters to this day will turn around and say, no, they, those buildings were, they, they had charges in them. And they're not telling the fucking full story. Um, it got to the point where all of this debris and the dust, they were telling people not to collect it and analyze it. I guess somebody uh, collected some of the debris and they analyzed it. And that, that's how we came up, not only with just seeing the melted steel, the molten steel being cut away before these uh, towers fell. Um, that individual actually took the dust and debris and actually found plasma thermite in it. Mm-hmm. And they were silenced. And they're still silenced to yep. this day. Here's the crazy thing. When I did my report on the the uh, Building 1, Building 2, and Building 7, do you, do you, do you understand that uh, NIST is like National Institute of uh, Firefighting Technologies, right? So they're the ones that can take a fire... And what they do is they build a replica and they show you how the fire spreads. That's how they, it's called a fire model. Okay. Uh, that's how they could replicate any situation. Right. Yeah. We build them. We've done cars. We've done, we've done all we've kinds of fire cars, models. Aircraft, the and they, uh, I'm telling you, yeah. get involved. It would have blown your mind to understand when I tried to requisition the information, I tried to get the fire model for building seven so I could finish up my report. Would it blow your mind to, to understand that I was denied and is still listed as classified? Really? <laughs> I have never seen a fire model of a building being listed as classified. Then a lot of people turn around and say, oh, the FBI was in it. Listeners, I'm not worried about all that. I want to know how did a building that, that was not even connected to the whole situation was far enough away that it shouldn't have fucking fell. The individual, and here's, this is going to blow, I'm, I'm, we're going to go into this because I, the more I dug on this, the more That's why we're here. That's why we're here. Let's go. <laughs> so would it blow your mind to understand the individual that purchased the buildings prior was told by uh, his board of director, board of directors that uh, they didn't agree with this purchase of these three buildings. And let me tell you why is because they were built pre code in regards to ad- asbestos uh, abatement. So that means that, if you purchase these buildings at the time, you would have to rip these buildings apart, get rid of the asbestos and rebuild them. So he was told that, you know, it's not a smart, buy, it's not a smart buy, but he bought them. Would also blow your mind to understand in the insurance policies for these three freaking buildings, he gets paid out. What is a triple? Triple. Is a triple for uh, triple. a terrorist attack. Yeah. Wow, amazing. Which he On pulled out three days before the attack happened. Larry Silverstein. Yep, there's his name. his name. And so, he and he always went to the North Tower, I believe it was, for breakfast and skipped every that day. morning. Every day. Skipped that morning. So we're going to go down this rabbit hole. On top of that, he was he was on live TV near Building 7. They were asking him about it, and they were talking about the firefighting operations. He slipped up. 
when they said, hey, you know, what's going to happen with the building? He says, well, I'm going to have them pull it. Do you know what pulling the building means? You know what pulling yeah. the building demolition. means? Demolition. They're pulling it. Means controlled demolitions. And here's my thing. Nobody in their right fucking mind is going to go into a burning building and set charge. Number one, it would take at least a week or two just to set the charges properly so it implodes on itself. For this motherfucker to turn around and say, oh, I'm going to have, it's going to be pulled. It's going to get pulled. Or, or to that effect. Somebody might be listening. Say, oh, he didn't say that. He, he said it might be pulled. To that effect. Okay. And then magically, the same the same way, zero free fall implodes on us. Buildings don't operate that way when you have structural damage at certain heights. Okay. So if they want you to fucking believe that way up here, it took Oof. a hit. We have structural damage. This thing's going to fall over. Mm -hmm. Okay. What happened and what we saw is the building went straight down. And I'm going to tell you, there's, there, there's so many, um, at this point, there's so many structural engineers that have been silenced because they came out. They, they show people like there's no way that this building just fell straight down because that would mean that the, the floors below would have to be vaporized and gone for this building just go straight down. Free fall. So, but that's how you do control demolitions on buildings because you you want to be able to control where the building goes. You don't want it like yeah. they don't want it knocking over other buildings and shit. You yeah, blow the floors. And if you watch the videos, and I'm telling you, it's really hard to get your hands on on doctor videos. They the, the government and all all these individuals are trying to keep this conspiracy from turning into truth. They know what they're doing. All they had to do is get rid of the live feeds, and then they could turn around and say, "Well, this is edited." This is yeah. not actually what we aired. This is this is something that somebody put up on TikTok or YouTube. All they had to do was get rid of the fucking live feeds. Then we could talk about live feed as well. Didn't they have a fucking reporter reporting that Building Seven fell? Like yeah. thirty. It was like thirty minutes prior or like fifteen <laughs> minutes prior. Yeah, it, it aired you could once. See it in the background, you could see it in the background where, where the ladies talking. Go ahead, sorry, man. No, I was just gonna say it aired once. Right, yeah. and they would have never, they'd have never gotten away with that shit nowadays. They can't that, get away with shit like that. There's too many phones. There's too many fucking cameras. We're almost like China with all the cameras on every street now. No, so science, like, I, you know, we could we can go to this conspiracy route and say this person saw that science alone. And I was trying to look at everything scientifically. Science yeah. alone told me, in in like I said, Be I'm fine. not astrophysicist. I'm not. I'm nobody special, but I'm going to say, you know, going through my fire science degree and learning about building construction, how fires run through and, and, and you know, what fire does to different types of building constructions, right? I, I would like to think that I learned a lot to the point where I'm like, this is all bullshit. Whatever they're fucking feeding you, and they're hiding it to this fucking day, dude. So, there we go. Tony, you tell us, yeah. you tell us your, your story. For the, for the Pentagon. Ah, yeah, the Pentagon. Um, of course, we're told that a, a big jumbo jet was able to maneuver with a guy that didn't even train to fly these sorts of planes, didn't learn how to land, uh, does a corkscrew maneuver, which would be need, needed to, to, to be able to hit the building. And you have these pilots that are professionals that have done it for many years saying that it would be very difficult for them to pull off this kind of a maneuver. You have to get so low to the ground where the engines are going to be leaving a mark in the grass. 
which we did not see. Um, then you get the video. You get the video that comes out, and you see what looks like a Tomahawk missile coming and hitting the yeah. building. Well, let's... And then the reporter prior to that, that also only got to air one time, where he was talking about there was no debris on the lawn. There was no debris. There's no tailpiece. There's no seats. And, of course, later we do see those things, but he reported first that it was just a, a gaping hole, no wings. So so something, obviously, that you know we're, we're going to hit on, too, um, is the report is, yeah, I flew low to the ground, did a corkscrew maneuver, uh, something that even experienced pilots won't be able to do, just like you said. But they also want you to believe that while flying low enough to the ground, it took out a couple light poles with the wings. Now, I'm going to tell you, these are aluminum aircrafts. If you're flying at the speed that you should be flying just to create lift on an aircraft to pro propel you forward, how big they are, you take out something, you know, a light pole, it's going to cut that fucking wing off. And I'm sorry, you're not going to stabilize flight after that. Okay? You're not going to be able to maneuver. You're going to... You're going to be all over the place. But on top of it, and just like you said, they flew low enough. And anyone in avionics would let you know at a certain speed, when you fly low enough to the ground, it creates this thing called the Venturi effect. So what happens is those pilots had to have been pulling back the whole freaking time. Because what happens is once you get close to an object and you have that air rushing through, it actually creates a suction. So that nose technically should have went right into the freaking ground. There is no way you could just skim the ground like that for as long as they said, but, and then, you know, they, they turned around and said, uh, the, um, gas station across the street had video and then magically the video came up freaking missing and shit. And this is the Pentagon, the mo yeah. one of the most secure places in the world. Yeah. It's got security cameras ever, everywhere. We get a video, the only video that is actually out by them. And it's, it's like a three second, four second, five second delay. So, but what comes into, into view does not look like the, the the nose of a plane listen even in their video let me then, let of me, course the video that came out later and you see it from above and there's a fucking missile hitting that thing let me say something about the military too in in defense in darpa and, and all the agencies and all this money that we put into defense there is no way in hell that those cameras created that sloppy of a recording this That's is the Pentagon. Pentagon. they yeah, have and people don't understand they have advanced technology to the point where the stuff you're seeing now is shit they had 20 years ago i was going to say they had the cameras we have now on our phones so they had the on the pentagon then that yeah. we're utilizing right now they had yeah. back then that shit looks like you know it was recorded on a fucking samsung flip or a nokia flip phone <laughs> or something like get get the, get the fuck out of here man i had yeah. i had an event they have all this they have all this electronic data. Like the Pentagon just doesn't have cameras. If Brad right? had broke into there that day, they'd have been able to pinpoint who the fuck he was from the <laughs> camera that was 380 yards away. Like Not to mention, the Pentagon lost what? 1.2. 3. 2.3. Well, there was an investigation going on. That plane, a lot of money came up fucking missing. Just magically. all Isn't that, that convenient? The was going to be held in that wing of the Pentagon. But I digress. But yeah, I remember seeing the first photos they showed, and you're not really seeing that too much anymore. And they rushed to, you know, to try to cover up and put the big American flag over it. I didn't see anywhere where the wings hit or anywhere, 
you know, these indestructible engines impacted the side of the building. What I saw at the beginning was a fucking huge fucking hole. hole. That's it. That's it. So, and that's, a, that's even the thing about like even the buildings. There's so many inconsistencies, right? Prime example. We found out who did it because at ground zero, what did we find? A passport. A oh, oh, yeah. Wallet. Perfect yes. passport. We found a passport of one of the terrorists. So they want you to believe that passport was inside of the plane that vaporized. Never found, never found these indestructible parts. Never found any luggage, never identified any bodies, but just magically at ground zero. Pristine, baby. Well, it was kind of burnt, but at the end of the day, (laughs) the whole point is that passport was inside of a plane that was flying that fast, that vaporized, but just magically the passport just... Somebody must have left the window open and it fell out. Something. They must have thrown it out right before. before. They think we're stupid. It's going to be fun. Like, it's like the FBI nowadays turn around whenever they have these fucking like the, the Buffalo shooter or the, the New York City subway shooter. Oh, shooter shot up all these people. And then he left his fucking driver's license, his keys to the U-Haul inside the, the subway. Magically, federal agents were able to just find a driver's license and a, a set of keys and get probable cause to put together this cool little investigation in a matter of an hour and a half. Amazing. <laughs> of, a man with, of a man with two first names. Fuck. Yeah. Known to FBI. <laughs> known to FBI. I had a known Nevada Nevada Amber on and her granddad, that Tony, to back up your story of, of that was when you have a funeral there that you can look over the to the Pentagon, there is because the Pentagon sits down. She even confirmed that her granddad had said there's no fucking way that that plane is going to do whatever maneuver it was, even if it was this belly roll maneuver to hit it just right the engines are going to hit the hillside before it even gets close to the building he said there is no way that that it would have happened i heard i heard that podcast that was excellent by the way and i love her thank you fyi hi amber uh love you Amber. yeah yeah, we love you uh yeah i that's that's and he's 100 percent right i've been saying that for years myself and he would have experience he would know so yeah, they would they would have left some sort of mark on that grass as it came in. Like Brad said, they're fighting that thing that the nose is wanting to go down. You mean to tell me those engines that are hanging down there didn't touch the grass or even even with the exhaust? Nothing. There's nothing. There was no proof that a plane had went through there. Well, and there's an interstate the right there too. Like that. There's an interstate the, right there too. You had right. nobody giving visual confirmation from the interstate, nor would did you have any dragging of the engines on the interstate. Right, even just right then, it hitting the, the interstate, they would have collapsed. And so, like the light, the light okay, pulse, like he said. I just want to say one thing while we're in the middle of all of this, so it doesn't get taken out of the context. These are our own personal beliefs. These are not. These aren't facts. I want to let everyone know that's listening to this. These. This is not factual data. These are our personal beliefs, which we're allowed to have. Two, never once will you hear us attack a victim. Never once will you hear us come out and say, this person that lost this loved one or this individual said this on this date. The only thing I'm pointing to is science and everything that we've been told up to this point. Okay, so I want everyone to understand that we're not here attacking anyone that lost a loved one. 
anyone that was involved in the situation that put out information, such as uh, in-flight communications, people that did heroic things, we're not sitting here turning around and trying to discredit anyone's story. What we're trying to do at this point is we're trying to take the information that we lived through, just like you lived through, take our own experiences, our own knowledge, put two and two together and make statements, okay? This, again, these aren't facts, okay? So I want everyone to understand that's listening to this right now. We're not attacking any victims of 9-11. On top of that, we're all we're doing is reviewing, right? The information that was presented and how we disagree with the information that was presented. That's it. So I, yep. I just wanted to put that out there. Just to add on to that, the reason I'm doing this show is because I've always stayed away from 9-11. I just wanted to believe what the government told and all of these other stories I've never wanted to actually put thought into because I, I trusted my government. I trusted what they said. We were under attack. It They had nothing to do with it, but there is more and more evidence coming out that it might not be that way. And that's kind of just the like, point of this show. Think about it like this as well. I was a service member, you know, for me to sit back after the fact and think that my government was obviously not telling us to write about, you know, telling us the truth about, you know, the events of nine 11, who might be truly behind it. And why a lot of the, the stories don't make any sense. It, it hurt me a lot because I went to war, right? They turned around and they, right afterwards, they turned, around try to pin it and say well i came from this faction these people are in iraq a b c and d right and we were all pumped up in the military to go punch somebody in the fucking face because of what they did so yep. there's a lot of service members when they when they speak out about this stuff it hurts us all, and i'm not saying that anyone's on top of me i'm just saying it, it sucks pledging yourself to the united states and to the government that possibly could be lying to us right now. And all the people that, all the all the brothers and sisters that went over there and died, and Correct. that went over there for thinking that they're going over there to fight this enemy Correct. that our government has portrayed to them. Correct. And, and that's not what happened. And and there needs to be accountability for this shit. And we're just pointing out some things, like for instance, with Alex Jones, two months prior to nine eleven, he played out this same scenario, and he. He was actually had people on his show telling him to call Washington, D.C., had the number up there, and let them know that we know you're going to use Osama bin Laden as a scapegoat to, to perform some sort of terrorist attack in New York City, most likely most likely the, the, the trade centers. I mean, this was two months prior. Right. And he had people trying to call the White House, uh, to call the uh, Washington, D.C., and let them know that we're, we know that what's going on you know what i mean you can find the video i i had posted i think it's on my instagram somewhere but that's that's odd you know what i mean that some dude called that two months prior and also bill cooper william cooper did the same thing something similar anyway well a lot of uh, people, they both called it a lot of people don't know that uh an individual that's in the bush family actually uh, was in charge of the security for those buildings and a lot of people don't understand is the security contract was going to lapse that day. So a lot of people, and we're talking thousands and thousands of security uh, professionals, right? And what people are not talking about, instead of just talking about the stories, the inconsistencies around the story. And what I want to draw attention to is if you're running a security company for these two major buildings and you have a security contract that's going to involve thousands and thousands of your employees, 
Would you wait to the day that it lapses to even try to do anything? And then think about the mathematical impossibilities the day that that contract is supposed to lapse, right? Those buildings get hit by a terrorist attack. There's so many mathematical impossibilities that happen that day that you can't just sit back and say, I, I believe the government. I believe, shut the book. I mean, you can, but I'm not. Because I use my critical thinking skills. Yes, and, I was part of the government system. Yes, I believe the narrative at the beginning. But then I started doing my own research and start saying, wow, that's kind of weird. What, you know, why didn't these people go to meetings? Why did they wait to the day of to try to re-sign a freaking security contract for thousands of... It just, the inconsistencies in the service elevators three weeks prior, you were talking about it. There's people documenting that these vans were rolling in between the hours of midnight and three o'clock in the morning. And they were conducting service on these service elevators. Well, fuck, that's right in the middle of everything that mm -hmm. you would need to fucking mm -hmm. blow that freaking building if you had to. But nobody wants to talk about what was truly, they said there was renovations going on. Is that what we call it nowadays? Renovations. And not to mention, after the fact, what did we get for our efforts in going through all this? The Patriot Act. Yeah. The same Patriot Act that's being used against people like us that are ultra MAGA. They have that thing ready to go. Legislation like that, I don't, I, I'm trying to think how many freaking pages, it's hundreds of pages, isn't it? Legislation like that, you don't just pull out of your fucking butthole. Right. Like that shit was pre-written and you don't let anything go to a waste. You don't let this, as a prime example, you don't let something like this go to waste and then magically they rolled it out. What what, what was it, uh, October? It was right after remember. October, I want to say they rolled it out. And then here's how, here's how, and I'm not going to say here's how naive we are as Americans, but we actually believe our government is going to create a bill, right? An American bill to protect us against the boogeyman on the other side of the world. People don't understand that American law only stays in America, okay? So when they rolled out with the Patriot Act, they were going to say, oh, yeah, we're going to be able to grab these people. We're going to be able to hold them indefinitely, A, B, C, and D. And it sounded good in theory because everyone was hurting at this point. We looked to the government. The government said, don't worry, we got you. We got this cool piece of legislation that we magically had fucking ready after these attacks. And don't worry, we'll never use it on you. It's only going to be for the bad guys, the terrorists. What are they calling Americans right now? Americans who are going after the school board people are domestic terrorists. terrorists. Oh, yeah. oh, that's weird. So if you go to the... So yeah, that's, that's weird. <laughs> so if you go to the nation's capital, which is in, you're protected by your constitutionally protected rights to redress your government of inconsistencies and grievances, you're telling me, so if I show up there, right, and I have a problem with my government, that means they use the Patriot Act on me and they can throw me in the hole without due process. The, the last time I checked, that piece of legislation is the most dangerous piece of legislation. They knew what they were doing when they created it. They knew that they had an event coming around the corner. They knew what they're doing by using everyone's fear and panic to implement the shit. That one piece of legislation basically strips you of all of your constitutionally protected rights. We have no patriots in jail perfect. right now. Because of that. Goes out the fucking window. Due process is gone. That's unheard of as an American citizen. I have the right under my constitutionally protected rights, under the Bill of Rights, right, to have a proper, speedy, right and legal trial, trial. Mm -hmm. you can't just strip me and say hey no we're just gonna throw you in a fucking hole but they just okay. did with january 6th 
but that's what they did. And I'm telling you, hopefully Americans are waking up to that bullshit nowadays and understand they knew exactly what they were. They knew exactly what they were doing that with that piece of legislation, but they buried it. Right. They, they knew now it's an arsenal. Now it's like a weapon that they could put up in, in their mm -hmm. fucking gun closet and wait for hunting season. Right. It's already there. It's primed up fucking ready to go. And if we do A, B, C, and D, and if they get the wiser, guess what? We could just call them fucking terrorists, right? Look at January 6th, how much illegal shit went on, right? We talk about, um, we talk about, uh, uh, you know, the stolen election, 2020, 2000 meals. We talk about uh, the data collection and, and being able to decipher who had what phones and where, right? We were able to do that. Do you understand that the FBI actually used that technology on January 6th to figure out who the fuck was around? That's illegal. Geo-tracking. Mm -hmm. Geo-tracking. Geo-tracking technology, but that's illegal as shit. And they just came out and they said, they just came out and they said that they used it. But then sure the they prosecuting, did. the individuals that were on standby, they have all the electronic data for 2,000 meals in the 2020 election. So which one is it? The FBI could track legal Americans that are constitutionally protected to go redress their government, right, with their grievances, we can't have that. We're going to track you with this shit. But the second you try to track and figure out who the fuck is, is who and, and who's getting paid to fucking steal this like, no, that's illegal. We need to know. And those people were thrown in jail and they're probably still sitting in jail right now because they, they, are. Wouldn't, give up, they wouldn't give up their confidential informant. They were released Good. yesterday. Was it yesterday? They were, yep, they, they were released really, yesterday. Ah, that's awesome. I'm and so was that. the individual that was under the investigation. Remember the guy that sold off uh, the CEO that sold off all of our data to the Chinese company? Mm -hmm. He's yeah. out of jail as well. They just let him out. They just let him out. Fuck. Yeah, fuck. The plane. Yeah, the people, the people that are in jail for fucking January 6th are still asking to go to Gitmo. They're yeah. saying they'll get better treatment in fucking yeah. Gitmo than they're getting in fucking D.C. right now. But as long as you, you know, are able to sit at home and have, you know, Dairy Queen and watch your Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, man, it doesn't matter to you until they show up at your fucking front door and they call you a domestic terrorist because you stood up at a school board and said, quit pushing homosexuality on my child. Right. So here's 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 the end result. And this is all I want to say about this. People ask me all the time. When is it going to change? It's only going to change when we stand the fuck up and tell the mainstream media to shut the fuck up. You've been selling us lies for long enough. When we look at these corrupt politicians and say, hey, you know what? All of you motherfuckers, all of you motherfuckers are, are feathers in the same bird throughout this whole time, right? I don't want to hear, well, it wasn't me. Listen, you had your fucking chance. So what I'm seeing is at this point, anyone that's in office, need to, they need to come out of office. People don't even understand that the Congress and the Senate, the way that this, this beautiful experiment called the United States of America, people don't understand that our senators, congressmen, our representatives, that was never supposed to be their, their full-time position. When we built this nation, they were supposed to be just normal people that were going to represent a bigger body of people. And when they go into session in the nation's capital, guess what? That's when they go. That's when they take all of your information, they show up there and say the state of whatever wants this to freaking happen. And they argue it. And guess what? When it's done, they come back home and they work their fucking jobs again. We have too many career politicians that, that go through this from, from high school all the way up. They have to join these, these junior groups, learn politics. But you don't need to listen. But do you think our founding fathers fucking understood politics? No, our founding fathers didn't even want to be there.
Correct. They understood tactics, though. They understood history. Our, our framework is the ones that built the independence, uh, uh, Declaration of Independence, the federal papers, and our Constitution. They were, they were brilliant. What they did is they studied other civilizations throughout history and understood, if we do this, this is going to happen. Yep. Absolute power is going to corrupt. We are going to build this nation as a constitutional republic. I'm sick and tired of these corrupt politicians in this democracy. fucking nation and stating, oh, this is a democracy. Motherfucker, this is a constitutional republic. That means law of the land. Nobody's above the law, okay? On top of that, everyone has the same amount of power. I don't want to hear, well, because demo a democracy is, if we can get enough people over here, that means fuck you. If you if you disagree with us, yep. okay. So the whole point is, all I'm trying to say is, when people come to me and say, "Well, when's it going to change?" It is going to change when we as Americans say we're done. Now, I'm not saying call arms, and we've always been a like we've always disagreed with this on social media. Ask my brothers here. Anytime anyone's ever come to us and say, "Oh, we need to go into the streets. We need to uh, we need to stand up. We need to get our guns." Blah blah. Listen, no. What I'm trying to say is your constitution, your state constitution and your federal constitution is the best weapon that you have. It hasn't been beat yet. Okay. So just understand this. If you're going to redress your, your grievance, uh, grievances with your government, you have that ability. If you're going to stand up against tyranny, and I want people to fucking hear this because this corrupt administration and these fucking players on the inside have been trying, especially with January 6th, they'll pull the patriots out and have them go on the offensive. Okay, what I'm saying here is this. Our Constitution protects us in defense of tyranny. We can fight these motherfuckers when they come for us. The problem is these tyrannical pieces of shit right now are trying to pick a fight and trying to pull the patriots out of their home and try to have them go on the offensive, but they haven't figured it out yet. They don't know how to get people pissed off. So what do we see? We see all these fucking... Fed boys running around with this fucking 511 tack gear on with their faces. Patriots don't cover their fucking faces, number one. Tacky pants. Cool fucking story. We've been seeing it for the last two fucking years. These are fucking federal agents that are trying to rile up this nation, trying to pull us into the streets. But guess what? You fucked up. And I hope a bunch of these corrupt individuals are listening to this podcast. I want to say one thing. You fucked up. One generation. All you had to do was wait. You almost had it. You almost destroyed it. You almost destroyed this future generation. You almost had it, but you got greedy. Got you greedy. You push everything at once because you knew you're fucking losing. All you had to do was just turn the pot up just I think a little bit. I think because these old fucks are about to die, and they wanted to see it happen they before they die. They, they, they kicked that pot up to, a, to, to max temperature, and we caught on to it, and we start calling bullshit. And guess what we're doing in our homes? being domestic terrorists. I'm teaching my kids the Constitution. I'm teaching them Absolutely. civics. I'm teaching them how to be a good portion of society, how to be a great American citizen. I'm teaching them everything that I can about this great constitutional republic, the shit that our school boards need to be teaching. No, they want to teach your kids that it's okay to conduct homosexual acts. It's okay you know, to want to be a girl if you're a boy. The fuck out of it. It's in Common Core. I can fuck it. I can go off. But the bottom line is, Patriot Act stuff. They've been trying to trigger Patriots into coming in, into the streets and fighting the system because that is all they have. Because they understand, as long as we have the Constitution, they will lose every time, every fucking time. That and people are like, well, it's just a document. No, it's a mindset. 
right? These are God, and a lot of people don't understand too the Bill of Rights. We turn turn on talk about the Bill of Rights. Yeah, these are God given rights. These aren't man given fucking rights. These are just written down on paper showing people that they're protected. People think that whatever's written on a piece of paper gives us power. No, these are God given rights. We were born with these rights. The Doesn't reason we have the Bill of Rights, our ten, our ten Amendments, is to limit government, to tell them to fuck off. Fuck the off. Bill of Rights, the first ten amendments, is literally the Bill of Rights, the government cannot physically touch. I don't care how you try to change it up. When when our frameworkers created they turned around, they said the first ten amendments was us to tell the government, don't think about fucking with these because this is the bread and butter, this is the foundation of our nation and us as a constitutional republic. Well, people say so, the Constitution and the Bill of Rights is for us. It's not for us. It's telling it's, the government what they can't fucking us, do to us. It's for us to show the government, see, motherfucker? Like, hey, here's my fucking, yeah. Here's my you life, bitch. And look, look, throughout the last two years, what have we been seeing? Everything's been unconstitutional at this point. Remember at the beginning, they're like, you got to take these shoddy shots? I do. Oh, yeah. Fucking everything's gone through the Supreme Court, and everybody's been right. Yeah, they turned around trying to pump this nation full of a bunch of fucking bullshit and say, you will do this. We're going to lock you down, ABC and D. What are we seeing? Over and over. Unconstitutional. 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 That's insane. That's why they want to get rid of the Constitution. Mm -hmm. Correct. It needs to be rewritten. It needs to be reread. Yeah, that's why they're trying to dumb you down your fucking kids. That's why all the propaganda is hard. Listen, that's why people are throwing their kids out of school. Years ago, when they went into the college system first, they knew they had to get a hold of these teachers and turn them into Marxists. They knew they had they had to turn these people around. That's why in college, remember the big push in college, you know, a while ago, where it's like, hey, we don't care what you get out and protest. You just need to get out and protest. That was teaching these individuals to fight the system, even though you don't even understand why you're fighting just pick something and then what they did is they ended up turning these individuals into marxists into communists so now we have this mindset you got to get all the teachers first and now they become teachers and guess who's getting caught trying to promulgate all of this anti-american rhetoric all this antifa bullshit all this communist all this homosexual shit that's it's the same fucking teachers that got spun up and got pushed propaganda right and twisted up when they were going through fucking college They've been plotting this for a long time. They want our children dumbed down to the point where they they, they don't even know what bathroom to piss in. But they fucked up, and I'm going to say it one last time, because motherfuckers like us are not going to let it happen, okay? We are teaching our kill, our, our children about everything. We're, we are, we're walking them through everything that they need to know about their constitutionally protected rights. Absolutely. So, My daughters uh, argue with me that. all the time. My, my daughters argue with me all the time about my my politics, what I promote, what my videos are about. And I said, baby, I said, you don't understand what's going on right now because of all of the propaganda that's being pushed on you, all of the teachings that's being pushed on you. You think it's right. You think it's true. I'm here to protect your future. One day you are going to understand. All I ask of you is that you give me that opportunity to explain why my actions were the way that they were when that time comes. And then you'll see why I did the things that I did. We just wanted to be left the fuck alone. We wanted to raise our kids. We wanted to be left alone. We wanted to go to work. We were okay paying their fucking bullshit taxes, giving away 50, 60% of our fucking money to the government. You know, we were okay with that. You know, we, we stayed quiet. 
until they come after our fucking kids and started pushing all this shit on our kids. That's when that's when I, I'm not going to have it. When they start telling me what I can and can't do, where I can and can't go, telling me I can't fucking run my business. Fuck you. When you start telling me what I can and can't do and. My household, yes, I'm done. But Michael, if you want a cheeseburger and fries. Uh-oh. I think the FBI got us. You got to get the clot shot. Yeah, I'll buy my you own. You mean, you, mean there's, you mean there's a burger element there's to this? There's a burger element to this absolutely hey guys i got i got two more things left that i want to cover real quick i got two more things i want to cover real quick i know but then i i would have got fired as a federal police officer for smoking weed there was a that's 2022 huh yeah yep no i i just heard little zones stayed on facebook and just posted stupid me i think the lambo did he froze there we go. Hey guys, I got I got two more things that I want to cover uh, cover before we get off of here. And the first one is we were told that um, you know when we had the text, we saw the passport. It was Al Qaeda. It was Osama bin Laden. Michael, how did you react when you first heard who we actually knew that it was? How the fuck do they know that? Like how did how did our intelligence figure out that that quick? How did they find this passport on the ground after all these planes went down? After the fuel, after the fire, after these pl- buildings were hot enough to melt steel? How did they? You know, I, I I had already started questioning it, but you know, I wasn't a conspiracy theorist then. I was just a, a normal. I was just a kid, man, uh, believing. You know, wow, this 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 must be true. My government's telling me. It. You know, my cousin's going off to war to fight these guys. So I supported it all. Just, uh, yeah, I, I just didn't know how they already knew, how they knew the names of everybody that was already involved and 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 where they were. Tony. Uh, yeah. I, I initially I I felt it was it was strange, man. Um, right off the bat, I felt funny about it. Um, I did not hear Alex Jones say that prior, so I didn't know he had said that. I found him shortly after. Uh, 9-11 and found out he had said that but the whole idea like with the id when they said that it was on the ground it first thing i thought was how that was yeah. you know i mean it didn't make sense to me so everything else they said after that i'm looking at them suspiciously you know what i mean and then over time and, and uh you know you start researching this stuff and getting more information and it was very very clear pretty quick the reason I ask that is because we all then saw in 2004 a tape statement of him taking credit for the attacks, and and like you guys all know this, I did not want to I did not want to believe anything. I believed everything the government said. Go you know going forward from there until you know a couple of years ago of of now starting to kind of piece it together. So we've got a tape statement in 2004. We have the seal team which that's the next thing i'm gonna i'm gonna jump into but they killed him in 2011 now we've 
come to learn that the a Taliban spokesman says no, there was no proof that Osama bin Laden had anything to do with the nine with the nine eleven attacks. What are we supposed to believe? We had all of this anger against the Al Qaeda group, and now they don't even know if he was actually a part of it. <clears throat> Mike, go we ahead. You answer this, that one. <laughs> all this propaganda pushed to us. But yeah, like you said, a lot of people believed it because you, you believe your government. You don't think your government's going to do bad shit against you. And you don't believe that they have until you start looking into it. Bradley, right on. Okay. So <clears throat> he was, he was just over there just going, come on, let me out. Let me out. <laughs> well, there's a few inconsistencies, right? It doesn't mean one way or another. But number one, I want people to understand the backfill. I lived in the Middle East off and on for by about eight years. I speak Arabic. I lived in Dubai. Uh, I lived in uh, uh, Bahrain. I lived in Dubai for two and a half years. I lived in Bahrain for a total of three years. I lived in Saudi. I was in Kuwait. Uh, and obviously, I conducted operations in Iraq. I lived in the Middle East. I, I, I started learning uh, the Quran, and I started learning the Salams from a bunch of my Muslim friends. And something I found was really interesting was after, you know, they said that they took, you know, Bin Laden out in this raid. It's the information that they put out to the public right afterwards that I really disagreed with, and it really kind of threw red flags up for me. Not the operation itself. It's how they handled, the United States government handled the situation. So they'll tell you that they sent operators in, operators neutralized this individual, and they took his body. That's what they're saying. Now, me, at thinking about this and living in the Middle East and understand Middle Eastern culture and the Muslim culture, it didn't make any sense why a government that has been hunting this man down, that wants no more beef with uh, the, the Muslim community, okay, with, with these Muslim countries out there, we're, we're just going after bin Laden and his terrorist cell. Why this government in their right mind would tell you that these operators took his body brought it on board an aircraft carrier, was able to define, uh, basically identify it, and then throw his body over the side into the ocean. You want to talk about how disrespectful that is to, I, this guy could be whatever. After he's dead, the evil dies with him. Now what you have to do as an American government is not desecrate that body, piss off the middle fucking East and all of these Muslims all around the fucking world. Okay? He could be evil he could have done a b c and d but the threat is neutralized and just to ensure that you don't create any more problems within the muslim community because you don't know who's in this nation you don't know who's watching the last thing you want to do is trigger another event by taking a muslim and, ta and taking his body and just throwing it into the ocean to me that makes no sense it makes no effing sense to me because to to me that's a desecration on their level Number one, Americans, infidels, touching these individuals, not turning the body back over to the family and just dumping this body into the ocean like it's trash. As soon as I heard that, I, I turned around and said, this can't be this can't be the story they're telling everyone, because me, I wouldn't even be that stupid. Yeah, we clocked you. Guess what? You know, he was behind the whole event. I, I would turn his body back over to his family and say, here you go. 
Here you go so that your family can deal with what they have to deal with and understand the fight is done. Well, they made it up to them. They gave them their names. Our government gave them the names so they could put them down. We're going to turn the body back over to you because we've identified this is him. Here's his body. You do what you have to do in regards to your faith to ensure. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It didn't make any sense to me. And, And I'm just I'm telling you straight up. If that doesn't make sense, the whole operation, I'm not going to go into team operations and intel and, you know, I'm not trying to take any anything away from what they're saying about the operations. I'm saying after the fact, that makes no fucking sense to me. Why would you? Yeah, why would you do that? Why would you list their names? Why would you fucking tell them who they were so that they could go shoot them fucking down? You could trigger another attack by desecrating a Muslim's body. They want you to believe the whole reason, the whole reason fucking Ambassador Stevens got fucking drugged through the fucking streets and in fucking 13 hours went down was because of a anti-Muslim video. The same government wants you to believe that will tell you that they threw a Muslim's body in the, a high profile Muslim's body that had a whole bunch of followers within the cell somewhere all over the fucking world. We just threw his body over the fucking side because we said what? Fuck you and your religion. That doesn't make any sense to me, dude. And I'm calling it right now. So we it is what it is. I, I have SEAL Team 6 written down. Tell us how badass SEAL Team 6 is. Well, they're not called SEAL Team 6. We only give them we only give them numbers and we skipped a couple numbers just to have our enemies think there are more SEAL teams than there are. Okay. Within a SEAL team. There's a bunch of platoons, okay? So the SEAL team is the actual group itself. Within, you have probably your gold and blue teams or your platoons, right? Uh, SEAL Team 6 is actually called Dev Group, and they're stationed out of Damneck Neck out in Virginia. Uh, Dev Group stands for uh, Development Group, okay? They're so badass that they don't even truly rock a number anywhere. They're just called Dev Group. And the reason they're called Development Group is because they get to make their own shit, they, I, 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 a couple of my buddies, I met a couple of fucking dev group guys when I was stationed in Virginia, uh, actually met one at a party. You wouldn't even have thought it, man. Guy had a freaking guy had a freaking broken arm was in a cast, huge ass beard and a bunch of us Navy chiefs operated, you know, we kind of know each other and, uh, there's this, there's this kind of shorter guy and, but he just had something about him, man. And I remember one of my buddies, another chief was like, Hey, uh, Asked him how he broke his arm. And I said, well, how do you break your arm? He says, uh, he says, well, I landed a motorcycle wrong or a dirt bike on it. So, oh, shit, you know, that'll happen. And then he was like, yeah, I jumped it out of the back of a, a plane and I landed it wrong. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> who the fuck are, who is this guy? And my buddy's like, you know, he's part of dev group. So they get to make their own insertions. They get to come up with whatever they want. Nobody tells them because they are, the, they're at the tip of uh, special warfare they're the tip of the freaking spear and like i said if they, if they have a mission coming up and they say hey uh how are we gonna get in into the mountains quick guess what we're gonna drive fucking motorcycles out of the back of a freaking plane with a parachute we're gonna try to land them that's what the fuck they're gonna do so that's how badass they are the, these guys uh dev group to get into that team alone it's almost impossible because within the seal community um to get into that group is it's peer on peer voting. So they literally, it's not like any other group where you can transfer duty stations. You come up, you get these certain positions within your uh, platoon um, with them. They actually, before 
you know, you put in your application to go and there's a lot of guys that get turned down and they ask everyone that's in the group. They say, what do you think about this guy? You got operated with this guy. Is he shady as fuck? Do you like this guy? And they literally, everyone has the same vote. They're like, yes, pull him in or fuck that guy. That guy's a piece of shit. I went on an op with him one time and blah, 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 blah. These are some bad mofos. So I'm not going to take anything away uh, from the operation um, that they conducted and the government saying that they conducted. And I truly believe, you know, to this point until I see otherwise that the operation was conducted the way it was. What I'm trying to tell you is after the fact, it makes no fucking sense. Okay. And that's all I'm trying to say about that one. So I'm not trying to take any valor away from these bad fucking badass fucking elite frog men dude because they are freaking badass the the reason i bring that up is and now you've kind of changed what i know i know that that seal team six killed osama bin laden may of 20 uh may 2nd 2020 2011 and then that same team was killed in a helicopter accident october 6th of 2011 just three months later all right so you're talking Right. So when you say SEAL Team 6, SEAL Team 6 is dev group. Now, there were SEAL operators that were killed, but the, the whole unit didn't just because a unit, you know, unfortunately gets compromised in, in, in passes in an operation doesn't mean the unit goes away. I'm, uh, that's what I'm trying to state. Mm -hmm. Just because a whole unit maybe have been involved in something, the unit stays. It's dev group. They're always going to have sailors. They're always going to have the frogmen that are going to take up. Uh, operations within dev group and that's what i'm trying to say okay but yes so the yes. the point of me there's, saying there's, that there's, was yeah. it it sounded fishy with the you know throwing the body overboard we have a guy that throws the body overboard they actually know what had happened they're starting to receive intel of you know the truth now we've got to eliminate the problems from them talking these are so badass dudes who are going to say what they want to say a minute ago when is they gave up their fucking names they told them who they were was it not Joe Biden that got on fucking TV and told him that it was still Team Six and was spitting out names and shit? So there's a conspiracy. There's a conspiracy out there, and and like I said, this is just information that floats around out there. But there's a conspiracy out there that yes, uh, the end. Some of the individuals because he, the shooter's still alive. The the SEAL uh, operator that took out fucking Bin Laden. He's he does book tours and shit. And I, I really think that that's. I, I'm not going to discredit the man because to be an Navy SEAL number one, it is the most extraneous training known to man. People die and get brought back to life in training. Okay. They literally resuscitate them in training. That's how badass these motherfuckers are. And, and to go all the way through the training and put that trident on, like you're the most elite to me. So I will never try to disrespect uh, these operators, man, I'm never disrespect the community. Um, but yeah, the, the, the shooter, the guy that said he took out, uh, bin Laden. Yeah. He's doing book tours, stuff like that. I just thought it was really interesting to, to be able to talk about certain operations, especially at that level. Uh, even after the fact I, you know, but it, it, it is what it is. Okay. You, you uh, would think yeah, you'd have the, you would think you'd have the restrictions of that guy on from Canada on live that night. Can't talk about this. I can't talk about this. Oh, don't get me started on that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So does that make sense? Mm -hmm. You know, the the guy that took out Bin Laden uh, can talk about it, but the, our little Canadian friend that we were on a live with that tried to tell me that the Canadian yeah. told him he can't talk about his service, but he was like, he, none of his story made sense. But that's that's another that's another. That was Anyways, when I that was when um, you and I yeah. kind of first started talking. That was that was a long that was yeah. a little while ago. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There's conspiracy that they were uh, certain individuals elements within that team were taken out possibly to to hush them up. And, but again, that's, that's a conspiracy, man. And until it's proven until we see documentation and who knows, we might see documentation here in the future. Who, who freaking knows? So to finish up, to finish up, Tony, why do you think nine 11 actually happened? I think it was for the purposes of rallying the country together for the Patriot Act. Get them behind, uh, allowing us to willingly give up our our freedoms because we trust and love this country so much. And a lot of us did. Um, I, I did not. I was not one of them. I did not care for what was going down. I saw it for what it was. But my father, who sees it now, but he served in the Navy as well. And he's like, if you got nothing to hide, then what are you worried about at the time? But of course now, um, being a vocal conservative himself, you know, and seeing what we're labeled as. And I told him, you know, he sees it now. Oh yeah. That's how that happens. He's like, I I feel like an idiot for saying that back then. You know, I'm like, well, you trusted and you love this country, dad. I mean, I nobody will fault you for that. But I think that was the purpose, uh, partly anyway. Uh, I'm sure they have multiple reasons for doing some of the things they do. But um, it painted a narrative and it started us down this path to where now we all get to experience being called domestic terrorists. Mike? Thank God. Me? Yep. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I think he's absolutely right. I think it was to open the door for uh, us saying, yeah, take our freedoms away. We we need it for, for safety. I think, uh, I mean, we had guys over there fucking protecting coffee fields, though. Afghanistan. Yeah, we, had guys, we had guys over there doing that. We were over there fucking, I mean, how many, how many people got rich off of that war? Uh, I mean, it, there's so many reasons, I think, that, that, that they did that to start that war and it was all about money. Brad. Oh, wow. <laughs> I thought I talked enough tonight. man. Uh, <clears throat> so it's not about like what truly happened that you got to think about is, is what they were trying to hide. And I always ask why and why now? Right. Why did it happen? Why now? There's a lot of the corruption going on at the time. At the same time, we had uh, Saddam Hussein um, in Iraq that literally literally in the early 90s got chased back across the border after stealing all that gold bullion uh, from Kuwait. Uh, Magically, we left them in power and uh, just magically the Bush administration after these attacks was able to contribute these attacks somehow to Iraq and then turn around and say, well, you know, there's weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. And I think truly they needed this to happen to shift, not just inside the United States, uh, a different position towards the American people so they could strip them of their constitutionally protected rights. But I think that globalists came together on this one and said, listen, we could take out so many things um, in, in this will activate our 30 year fucking plan into taking uh, over all, all of these governments and try to strip everyone of everything that we can. And the point I'm trying to make is with Iraq, they had all that gold bullion. They were allowed to take it back across the borders. We never went in and took it back. We never 
went to the Kuwaitis and said, hey, we, you know, we'll, we'll, they did a lot of fucked up shit to you. Uh, when I lived in Kuwait, I heard so many stories about how the Iraqi troops came across, raped women, killed women, stole everything they can. Uh, but the major orders were to take the gold and bring it back to Saddam Hussein. And you can take what else, whatever you want. You can keep whatever you want on this pillage. Um, and then obviously we activated our troops. We got to the level where we actually, what, we had a five-star fucking general of forces that that was in charge of all of our forces that went Schwarzkopf went in there and pushed them just magically just back across the border. But we never neutralized them because a lot of people turn around and say he was actually working for the, the government. Uh, they could tie him to American uh, universities and actually tie him to the uh, intelligence community uh, actually prior to uh, the Gulf War. So a lot of people turned around and I started looking into this and yeah, he took this gold bullion and what he was actually doing was he was going to create his own uh, Iraqi dinar. Now the American government turned around and said, hold on a second. We allowed this guy to still operate in Iraq. He took all this gold. Now he's talking about killing the pet petrodollar. He's talking about starting to sell his oil, right? Without running American funds through it. This is what we need to do is we need to say there's fucking weapons of mass destruction in that nation. We need to tie to the attacks here. We need to go to the UN, put embargoes and oil embargoes on this motherfucker to stop this shit. And we need to take that fucking guy out. And what did they do? They went in there, they hunted this motherfucker down and they fucking whoever killed him, killed him. He's dead. Okay. And then we basically decimated that nation to the point where um, Halliburton, our fucking number two in charge and number three in charge, were actually connected to, uh, to these agencies that went in to build Iraq. And magically it would get torn down, you know, shit would get hit a year later, and then our troops just kept going in and out. It was a constant money pit. But guess what? You were able to destabilize that country to the point where eventually they're going to be able to go on the central banking system because it's going to implode to the point where... You know, we're going to have to step in. We're going to have to say, hey, here's here's this plan. Um, but then magically that spilled over to Afghanistan the same time. When I was operating in Iraq, my brothers were going over to fucking Afghanistan. I'm sitting here like, OK, what's going on here? And they're saying, well, some of the you know, he was over here in Iraq training and we had Al Qaeda in Iraq. But now, you know, they're in Afghanistan now. And I'm thinking to myself, like, wow, do they get frequent flyer miles? Because it, it really kills me to the point where you can go from fucking Iraq to Afghanistan. Then I start putting two and two together. I started linking the central banking system and how they take down these individuals that are not going along with it. Uh, just like Gaddafi and freaking uh, uh, Benghazi, right? He was going to do the same thing, right? This corrupt government uh, basically sent in munitions to help overthrow him. They killed him. Now we have a proxy army in there. The reason Benghazi 13 hours went down is because we gave them all this weaponry and the CIA had to stay back until they got the weaponry back. And then they found out like, hey, there's still 20,000 man pads, mobile air missile systems that we gave them that are still floating around out there. We can't have this happen because could you imagine one of those missile systems ending up on our shores and taking down one of our aircrafts? So the CIA's main job after overthrowing this guy that was going to create his own gold standard and stay away from the central banking system after he was done right the cia had to stay back and take all this shit well what happened more than likely ambassador stevens came in talked to the population they talked about all the bullshit that was going on he probably had the, the skinny on everything and then our state department hillary clinton 
fucking Obama and Biden were sitting in a ready war room and then it kicked off and they were watching these motherfuckers getting slaughtered from a drone and they told everyone to stand down. Why? Because they wanted to get rid of the compromise, CIA operatives and all. Okay. So that's, everything's always about fucking money. But when you think about this one, why do we take Iraq and Afghanistan? What's in, what's in between? Jordan. What country is in between? Isn't it Jordan? Is it Iran? Iran. Yeah. Iran. Oh, we've been wanting Iran for the longest time. So I could give you a play by play. Follow the fucking money, follow the central banking system, and you're going to know who we're going to go to war with next. So Uh, my, you know, you said why, you know, it's not about why, you know, whatever it was, the why, why did building seven fall down? And we all know that they have tunnels that go up in between there so they can have secret meetings. That way people don't see people going in and out of the buildings. Why did number seven fall down? I want to know who was in that building that we don't even know about that came down on, on top of them. What was in that building? Who or what? Who or what? Well, you had the FBI. That was the federal building. That's where all the investigations led back to. Didn't Giuliani, didn't he have a portion uh, inside that building? The DOJ owned that building. So as soon as you said FBI and the FBI actually mans that building, it fucking makes sense. That's all I have to say. Guys, I appreciate you coming on. This is the New Year's Eve special. We have 2023 coming right around the corner. What are your goals for this country in 2023? Really quickly. Go, Mike. Man, we'll get we. I don't know, man. Honestly, uh, we've got we've got to get people involved. We have to get that we we've got to get some unity going on, man. That's that's all I know. We're gonna have to get unity. We have to get people involved. We have to get more local. Tony, accountability, brother. I want to see people be held accountable for the things that put us through and for all those kids that had to go through the bullshit with the COVID and the mandates and people that didn't get to see their family members as they were dying or participate in their funeral the way they wanted uh, for them stealing this country. I want accountability and I want to see it now. Yeah. We're going to have unity to get it. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. Brad. Uh, I mean, this one, this one always touched me near and dear to my heart because I conducted a lot of these operations down in South America in regards to human trafficking. And I've been on ops that I actually had to deal with a lot of crazy shit. I want all of these. And if I have my Christmas wish, I wouldn't want all these motherfuckers to stand for what they have done and anyone that's connected to them, anyone that's on a list, anyone that has made any deals, anyone that's in the office, I don't care who you are. I want, just like you said, accountability for all the evil shit that we've had to endure and we're still enduring. And on top of that, I want people to stop trusting government and start trusting their fucking neighbors. Amen. Turn off your fucking TV. Amen. This has been a little extra Lambo. This is the New Year's Eve special. Packing Patriot, Three Rows, Mr. Freedom Stick. Thank you for coming on, talking 9-11 with me. Um, 
I am new to jumping into the 9-11 saga, and I just thought this would be a great way to kind of kind of break down some conspiracies for me. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know what to, what to do with it, but you know, there's we just... probably more conspiracies. <laughs> thank you for coming on guys uh it's been a pleasure and uh happy new year to each of you and your families you too you as well happy new year have a great night packing patriot mr three rows mr freedom stick thank you again for coming on to the new year's eve special as we say goodbye to 2022 and the year that it was the tyrannical government that we've been fighting will continue to fight through the next year, through the year after that. 2023 will be a different year than we've seen in a very long time. May all of your wishes, may all of your dreams, may all of what you want to accomplish in your life personally and as a family, as a country, we need to have people on the right side of history. I hope that today's special episode was enjoyable for you guys. Hope maybe it opened up some doors. Maybe it opened up some thought. But we're going to need those thinkers going forward. Put on your critical thinking skills. Understand your constitution. And know what you need to do going forward from this point on. This government is not your friend. This administration, the world elites... They are not your friend. They do not have your best interest at heart. Only you can deem what your future is going to be. May God bless you. May God bless this country. And cheers to 2023.